Welcome to Photo Taco, the only show with photography tips you can learn in the time it takes to eat a taco. Or perhaps a burrito. Photo Taco! Hey everybody, welcome to another episode of Photo Taco. Thanks for spending a few minutes with me today. Before I get started, I want to mention the Lightroom presets still over at improvephotography.com slash presets, plural, presets. And it's on pre-order right now. It's the Black Friday steal that you need to make sure you, you get in on. Every year, Jim does a lot of work going throughout the year developing an, the presets from scratch every single year. As he's processing his own photos, he saves those off. He has a contemporary style and feel that gets added to all of them. And then he sells them off at a, a steal of a price on Black Friday, the day after Thanksgiving is celebrated here in the U.S. And t- this year, he's got a whole bunch of presets that are selling. He's going to sell them normally for about 150 maybe a little more after the Black Friday sale. Um, and he's going to sell them on Black Friday for only 40 bucks. Not only that, but if you buy it, the, the preset steal, you also get several hours worth of video training as part of the deal, including a brand new flash photography training that's going to sell for 150 all by itself after the deal. So altogether, you're going to get about $400 worth of value for a merely 40 bucks. That's 90% off. Don't miss it, though, because... Once Black Friday is over, the deal is over, and those full prices will be there on the site. So you can still get it afterwards, but not at the 40 bucks. Don't miss out on it. That's improvephotography.com slash presets. Okay, so on to the episode. My name is Jeff Harmon. I am the hobbyist editor at improvephotography.com and the host of the podcast. And in this episode, I'm going to answer a question that came in from our Photo Taco Facebook group. If you're not on that Facebook group, you need to get there. Facebook.com slash groups slash photo taco, all one word. All right. So what I was asked to talk about is aspect ratio. Now, before some of you advanced photographers skip to the next episode, hear me out. You might learn a little something. If not, no big deal. All right. So I just love cutting through the jargon of the industry and trying to help everyone understand things. I remember very clearly because it wasn't that long ago. I was a photographer trying to figure out how in the world to use a DSLR camera and what these terms meant. I couldn't even understand the instructions that I was finding online because there was this vocabulary gap and I didn't know what things meant. Now, I happen to know what aspect ratio was before just because of the engineering and and software development I had done. But let me try to explain what it is in as simple terms as I I can try to manage it. Okay, so here we go. To explain aspect ratio, you kind of need to go back to the time in your life when you were studying geometry. You remember those days? One half base times height, four pi r squared, I don't know, all these formulas, maybe maybe they sound a little familiar to you. Okay, it's not a formula of sorts. You don't really need to be that worried about the math part because the computer will do it for you if you do it right. So let's talk about what that means. I'm sure you've seen photos online that look off. They just look weird. They look squished. They look stretched. They look like they've been poorly manipulated. And sometimes you can't figure out what happened. You took a picture, you stuck it in some software or in a site or something, and it looks weird and you don't know how to fix it. The problem is most likely 
aspect ratio not being right. So let's talk about why that is. First of all, cameras have something that's a native aspect ratio. It's it's what it's determined by the sensor size inside of the camera. For most DSLRs, the ratio is three to two. Three by two is what they usually say it. Or um, in notation, they write three colon two to indicate the aspect ratio. What it means is for every three pixels across, there are two pixels down. So that's a pattern that's constant. And as long as you produce that in the same aspect ratio, three by two, it doesn't matter what size you make it, if you, if you um, shrink it down, but you maintain three pixels to two pixels, then things are gonna look mostly correct. If you stretch it, it has a limit before you start getting blockiness and it starts looking strange again. But at least three by two, you can stretch it even a little, make it, make it bigger than the size you maybe took it, as long as you maintain the aspect ratio and the perspective all stays the same. All right, so maybe that didn't help you all that much. Let, let me use another example with something you're probably really familiar with, and that's TVs. You'll remember that TVs from the older days, I'll call it that right now, before there was HD, it they had an aspect ratio of four by three. You probably had no idea because nobody really talked about it with standard definition or TVs before HD. But then it's the same ratio, four, or not the same ratio as the cameras, but it's the same idea. It's four pixels across, three pixels down on that television, on the standard definition television. Well, when HD TVs came out, that changed dramatically. That ratio for SD was almost square. It was almost four by four, and so that would have been square. But HD TVs, you know, you know, you've heard of 1080p, but the full resolution is 1920 by 1080, and those numbers work out to be roughly, well, not roughly, exactly <laughs> 16 by nine, very far away from square. Um, so 16 pixels across to nine down. And then we, it introduced a huge problem. How do we take content that was SD content and show it on an HD TV? You've got a aspect ratio problem trying to do that. And you've all seen it, I'm sure, how you try to show SD content on an HD TV. Maybe you put a VHS cassette into a VCR. And some of the kids may be wondering what those things are. <laughs> but anyway, they, you put them in there and you try to show it on an HD TV. Probably very few people are trying to do that today. And it looks funny. You, your HD TV has a few choices that you can go through usually to tell how you want to deal with this mismatch in aspect ratio. It can't show it at the native aspect ratio of your TV because the content doesn't match. So you can either have it add gray or black bars to the sides and it chops off like essentially throws away a whole bunch of the screen real estate and just puts nothing there and then your content fits or you can have it zoom in on the content and you lose then you're essentially cropping a whole bunch of the picture off or you can try to stretch the content. And I know I've watched a fair amount of SDTV with the content being stretched and you kind of get used to it. Everyone looks a little shorter and fatter <laughs> than they normally do, but you, you can kind of get used to it. But those are ways you can try to deal with content not matching on the output. That would be the SD signal, the SDTV stuff being shown on an HDTV. Same thing for photography. If your aspect ratio that you took the photo in doesn't match where you're gonna print it or where you're going to show it online or put it in, say, a document, 
you can potentially have some trouble there. Um, your DSLR is three by two, but you never print three by two. You print eight by 10, five by seven. There's these standard print sizes that are different from that. The good news is it's trivial to use Lightroom to crop your photos so that it's right. Even though you've taken it at a certain aspect ratio, it's really simple to go into the crop tool in Lightroom and select in the aspect row there of the cropping tool, you, there's a drop down and you can select five by seven, eight by 10. You can select the different ratios, even 16 by nine, if you wanted to make your photo be in uh, like an HD movie that you were gonna go, go put in a slideshow that was gonna show on a TV. And so the whole thing there is Lightroom, once you pick that, will give you kind of a box that you can use. And, and when you try to resize that box, it will maintain the aspect ratio you picked. If you picked eight by seven and then you stretch the lines, take the corner and move it, it's going to maintain that eight by 10 aspect ratio. And you can decide then exactly where it's gonna crop, where Lightroom's gonna crop off the photo, throw away the pixels it can't use because they don't match in the aspect ratio. And when you save, you'll be able to get an export so that it's right. It's matching how it is you wanna export it. A lot of sites like Labs that will print your photos for you, they'll allow you to do this aspect-friendly cropping on the site. If you upload your three by two photo and you're gonna print an eight by 10, it will automatically zoom into the center of that photo and throw away the edges that resulted from that so that the aspect ratio is right and it's not stretching or squishing your photo. Um, but sometimes that may throw away pieces of the photo that you don't want to be thrown away. So to fix that, it's easier to either go do it yourself in Lightroom and you determine where it's gonna crop it. Maybe the very middle is not where you want it. Uh, or you can add a border to the photo. Just the same concept as the HDTV where it added the gray bars or the black bars. You could go add like some black to the photo so that you're not actually cropping any of the photo you took off. You're just adding black enough that you can make the aspect ratio correct. Unfortunately, to get those gray or black bars, or maybe you want white bars on your photo, in order to add those to your photo so that when they go to the printer and you have a different aspect ratio, which is of course almost everything, you're gonna have to do a little math. <laughs> and I can't give you an exact formula because it's different based on how many pixels you have in your photo versus what your destination aspect ratio is and how that's gonna be. But you're gonna have to figure out how to expand the canvas size in Photoshop. And that's the easiest way I think to do it. So you, you have to figure out, okay, I have this edge and that edge, and in order to get the aspect ratio right, I need to add so many pixels to one of those edges to make it match, make it work. And so then you go into Photoshop, you bring your photo in there and you do image canvas size, and you're gonna want to have the new size be the right width and height so that it's adding a little bit to the photo um, on the borders, adding those bars to the photo to make it the right size. So that's, the, that's a way to deal with it if you don't wanna crop anything off the picture. You can add either black or white bars to the photo just like your HDTV did for showing SD content. Hopefully that helps you a little bit and explains what it is that aspect ratio means in photography. Hey, um, make sure to go follow the 
podcast on Photo Taco. Uh, it's at Photo Taco. And um, join the Facebook group, facebook.com slash groups slash Photo Taco. And of course, be sure to visit improvephotography.com. We've got tons of content going up, going up there all the time. News, gear, more photo tip articles, and of course, the presets steel that's on until the day after Thanksgiving in the United States. Thanks. We'll talk to you soon. Photo Taco! Views expressed on this program by independent host guests and callers do not necessarily reflect their views of Improved Photography LLC or its advertisers. Some links mentioned on this program are affiliate links where a commission is earned. Olay!